0: Welcome to Recess with Jamie and Brian.
1: The podcast that invites you to take a playful approach to living awake.
0: Right on. This is episode eight that we are recording, Brian. I'm so excited. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm in a good place. I'm a little tired, but it's not a bad tired, you know, it's, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I I was saying before we started the recording how I haven't slept much in the last Uh week. And and I think, you know, here we are, we're recording this in the middle of a very (laughs) ambiguous election week here in the U S and so there's so much uncertainty and so much in the collective field that is just, yes, that's keeping me up, but Mm. I mean, I'm not obsessed over it, but I am curious to see where it goes, but there's so much uncertainty going on right now, more than ever. I mean, I thought it was uncertain with COVID when it hit back in, march or where, yeah. where it really came to a head right but we've just been living in this very ambiguous space for so long so we thought everybody who's listening our audience that we would uh talk about uncertainty today and mm-hmm. um i'm not even quite sure if there's going to be a particular uh aha i think there's going to be quite a few actually that we're going to be touching on
1: yeah yeah i mean it's just you know there's boy I guess there's, there can be uncertainty. Well, there is uncertainty potentially all throughout our lives. I mean, we as humans try to control things. And so maybe we can kind of, in our minds, control some of that uncertainty by, you know, settling down in a house and, and kind of getting that nine to five and just doing some of those rhythmic routine type things that makes us feel like we're in control. Right. But I think ultimately, stuff can happen whether it's a virus or a, a health issue or, or you know who na- who knows i mean they, they can kind of bounce us into into a period or a place of uncertainty Totally. and yeah you know and and for me um i think you know obviously with with the virus and with the industry being shut down in la and then also my health issue that i went through earlier in the year that we've talked about before it um it was a catalyst for placing me in a, um, in a period of slowdown and surrender, which in turn was a blessing because it forced me to kind of get off the hamster wheel that I was on, maybe operating in a way that wasn't quite ideal for me anymore. Sure. And so I sit in a place of a little bit of uncertainty. I have ideas about what I'm going to do next year and feel like they're going to happen and manifest, but yet... Um, In the meantime, I'm just kind of stepping back and giving myself permission to step back and allow that to unfold without trying to push or control like I might have in the past.
0: Sure. Well, I'd love to start with your definition of uncertainty. (laughs) What, What would that look like for you? Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, I think, you know, currently... I I, I guess I, you know, maybe I don't know how I could break down what I just said into a definition, but I guess that is a form of uncertainty, you know, just being in a place where you're not exactly sure what's next. And um, mm, yeah, I never did well in in grammar, in English and stuff. And so as far as like me coming up with a a magical definition to English capture. I just try to explain. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. But
0: well, I'll offer that. Yeah, please. For me being a kinesthetic, (laughs) I feel and sense a lot of things. I I tend to experience the world through the senses. Mm -hmm. And so for me, uncertainty means I feel out of control. It means Mm -hmm. I don't have answers and, and there's nothing more unnerving to me than the lack of information because, you know, they say information is power. And I think that's because I feel like if I know what's coming or I know what I'm dealing with, you know, that saying better the devil, you know, than the one you don't, Uh then I feel I can control it. Right. And it's like, you know, for me, I just get this kind of like, Even if it's negative, I can face it and and battle with it. And I can tell you, my ego right now is really heightened about Mm -hmm. what I can't control because it's all the unknown. Mm -hmm. And when I don't know something, then... I am forced to make decisions or take actions or maybe be inactive, which is also difficult for me to sit still mm-hmm. for very long. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm forced to, you know, make decisions or take action that is based on blind faith. And, and there's that old paradigm or that old belief system in me. That's like, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always remember I love how Indiana Jones and he had to, <laughs> you know, take that first step across the chasm and then the path appeared. And that's mm. really how I feel. And it's like every step or every decision I take in the middle of uncertainty could signal death. You know what I mean?
1: Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, are you getting much intuitive guidance during this time period? Because sometimes, you know, like I I get a lot, but yet sometimes like in a period like this for myself, it's just like I'm being tested to almost just surrender yeah. instead of push and control and try to make a decision
0: absolutely and the conflict that arises is the intellect says of course surrender mm-hmm. don't push the river you know all the advice that yeah. i give to <laughs> others that i Flow have to take myself exactly <laughs> and and yet the ego wants to know It wants to have (laughs) some source or some sense of this is what's, if you, if you take this action, then the outcome is this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I talk about it in my videos on my YouTube channel. Very often I remind the audience, regardless of the outcome, because you can't control the outcome. You -hmm. really can't people Mm -hmm. think you can, but you can't. What can (laughs) you do to have, exactly. What can you do to have peace with yourself? And that's about staying in alignment with your values. So when I'm making decisions Mm -hmm. in the middle of uncertainty, I have to come back to my core values. You know, is this in alignment with my integrity? Am I speaking truth? Am I communicating with those who this decision could affect? Am I, um, you know, staying really present and listening to my intuition, you know, you Mm -hmm. mentioned the intuitive nature. Yes, my intuition is definitely super heightened. And at the same time, even I can struggle to trust it. As much as it's my profession. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we're, you know, we're all human. (laughs) Yeah. So, And we all want that that moment of being able to, to say, okay, I've got this and I know for certain because my intuition told me I could do it or whatever. And and I think that's probably the, the most difficult part for me is that I'm being challenged right now in various situations that I have little control over. I mean, like I have a friend who you know i'm wanting to have some sort of conversation and connection and all this and i'm getting nothing crickets mm, mm. but my intuition is telling me no we're good everything's fine mm. right mm-hmm. so that's just one example but then there's also what's happening in our collective in mm, our country sure i'm sure and and it's like no matter which side wins or loses there's going to be this feeling of loss, if you're on the losing side, or this feeling of, oh, I won. And, you know, and what does that mean? So I, I'm curious to see how we as a country respond to whoever gets in office.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was just mentioning this to my brother the, uh, yesterday. I think, I think it's, I don't know, in some ways, I think it's a blessing that it's taking so long to count them because, in some ways, it's kind of diffused a lot of people's anger potentially. Or does that make sense? Um, Mm -hmm. It's giving them a little bit of time to brace themselves.
0: Sure, sure. And I, but I also feel the exhaustion. Oh, from for sure. the collective, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're exhausted with trying to come up with how do we respond to COVID? How do mm-hmm. we behave in it? Do we wear mm-hmm. a mask? Do we not? Do we get the vaccine? Do we not? <laughs> Is it ever going to happen? You know, do we go back to work? Do we not? I mean, I think people are exhausted also yeah. from, you know, I feel my heart goes out to parents who are working, working parents and also having small children that have to sit in front of a computer to go to class. Mm. Or I... I had to the financial
1: have, hardships that some folks are facing.
0: Exactly. I mean, people are just exhausted from trying to make to let's put it this way, to survive. Yeah. And that's that's probably the hardest part with the uncertainty, is that when you're in survival mode and you have nothing to anchor to, it makes it extremely stressful. Yeah. So what can we anchor to in the middle of uncertainty?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there's I'd be curious to hear what you have to say. But I mean, I'm briefly, you know, just all, you know, just different things that we know that we can do. To, I know it sounds so cliche, but just to keep ourselves in balance as much as we can. I mean, we are in kind of technically it could be, you know, obviously a lot of people are not feeling in balance during this uncertainty in all these different ways we've been discussing. However, I think that we can kind of um, soften the blow a little if we do do the things like go for a walk or exercise or meditate if we can, or read or watch positive stuff on TV or films. Or, you know what I mean? Just just the basics. The basics and good food, I think, makes a huge difference. You know, with our energy levels and maybe the way that it would make someone feel. Um, you know, and ultimately, it comes down to just being okay with who we are. But but the more that we can do just the basics, uh, I think it might help a little. But I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people going, you know, screw the basics right now. I'm really struggling.
0: <laughs> right, right. There's definitely that. I I would say some of the things that we can anchor to in the middle of uncertainty is our values, you know, coming Mm -hmm. back to what do I believe? Because I think belief systems are important. I'm not talking about religion, even though that is a belief system that people can anchor to. Sure. Um, I think a belief that or optimism, not necessarily over optimism, but or false hope, but a belief that tomorrow could bring a new day, could bring a new opportunity, it could, that anything can change just as quickly as COVID came in, or as quickly as um, we may have lost a job, or we may have to, we were forced to, you know, send the kids back to school, and we didn't want to, whatever, we can also quickly manifest something better. And, you know, I'm not somebody who sugarcoats things at the same time, I don't wallow in negativity. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would say that hope, a healthy dose of hope is good mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and that's something yeah you can anchor you have, and
1: thank you absolutely those are all wonderful um you know and you know it's it's not always easy but you know we can anchor to the things that we do have going for ourselves and, our and that we are gra- grateful for yeah right our, our loved ones you know a roof over, over one's head um you know and just yeah
0: um yeah Yeah. And also I think the other thing that's, it can be challenging, of course, for those of us who value independence and freedom, but asking for help, Mm -hmm. asking, you know, being able to look at somebody else, a loved one, a stranger or whatever, and say, Hey, you know, I'm really struggling right now. Can you assist me? We consider asking help for help as being weakness when in essence, it's an opportunity to come together and to learn about each other and, and to be able to support each other, because that's been a big theme that I feel has emerged Mm -hmm. over the last year in particular. But even before that is we really are in this human race together.
1: For sure. And and I've definitely been doing that. You know, I I moved back from LA up, um, back from LA back up to where I'm from or, you know, Oregon. And it's been a really nice, Connecting with and seeing family, you know, almost daily, and it, it's something that um, that I hadn't done in a long time since I had moved away, and so I'm I'm definitely grateful for that, and, and I and I suppose I'm definitely anchoring, using that as an anchor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, one other thing that I'm curious about for from you around the uncertainty is how can you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, because uncertainty is uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: You know, it's interesting. Just for me, I think all those years of pushing and grinding and stuff, and it's like, um, I wouldn't change a thing because I learned a lot from it, and I was it helped me, you know, that, that Virgo rising part of me helped me create a lot of stuff, but yet I wasn't really enjoying the ride. I wasn't patting myself on the back. I wasn't doing it in a, in a as healthy a way as I could, and since I've learned from that and now I'm just, you know, a little uncertain and I, you know, I have some ideas of what's going to happen next year and, and I'm optimistic about them, but I know that I'm just supposed to be relaxing right now and refilling my cup. And I really don't have the desire to push or I'm not even really feeling creative right now. It's just like, I'm supposed to just, just relax a little bit and settle down and just, just regenerate. And so that helps me. Uh, I just, because I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: I love that because what you're pointing to is a a yes. And when you're in the ambiguous space and you're not quite sure what to do, do a routine. Yeah. You don't push, but find a routine. That's another way to anchor yourself during a a time of uncertainty. It's like, okay, I'll clean the house. You know, the phrase chop wood, carry water. I'm going to you know, what do I have in front of me that I can work with? All right. Well, the front step needs swept or the, (laughs) you know, vacuuming or dishes, or maybe there's a project that I've always wanted to do that I didn't have time to do. And now I can, you know, so I, those are some ways also in my line of work, I think it's really important to pay attention to the signs. If you're asking for questions uh, or you're asking questions and you're looking for the answers, then pay attention to the signs because it's really not about the answers as much as it's asking the right question first and foremost, but, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to say, what is it that, you know, great spirit universe, whatever you want to call it, source wants me to do right now. And then if you look around, you're like, those dishes really need done. (laughs) Yeah. Then, then do them. I mean, it's one of those things. And when you're in the middle of it, right, then more information can flood in or you can get some inspiration or not. But either way, like for me, I love music, right? Mm -hmm. And so I put music on when I'm doing the household stuff. And it's through the music that I'll hear lyrics or a particular song will come on that <laughs> that causes me to go, oh, there's an email I need to send, or it makes me think of somebody. I'm like, I need to make sure I reach out to them. And in that connection, just having the conversation and the connection, then suddenly something else opens for me.
1: Agreed. Totally agreed. And right now, I guess I just feel like I'm supposed to be grounding by just, you know, carrying water and chopping wood. Yeah. So to speak. And and um, and it's different for me, but it's good. And I feel the weight released. I've, I've been re- re- releasing weight all year, but I really just feel the pressures off that I used to just completely self-impose.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and And I don't think there's anything wrong with what we've established and what we're all being forced mm-mm. to do. I'll say this from an astrological perspective. We've had Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter all in Capricorn this year. And it has been forcing us to transform, mm-hmm. I'm air quoting, transform or die. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things of not necessarily just survival, but also in a place where we look at the structures in our lives that have crumpled and we have no control over it. And we can stand there and we can mourn the loss, which is important to grieve. But if we stay stuck in that and we do yeah. nothing, then we just wither along with the structure that fell. So mm. it's important for us to then make those uh, decisions or take those actions even if it's the wrong action. Just mm-hmm. do something and then adjust along the way. And that's how we transform. Because I was I was joking with somebody the other day and I said you can't unlearn something or you can't unsee something <laughs> once you've seen it, right? Or it's like you say something, you can't take it back. And you know, we were talking about she was saying how She's like, I sometimes I just wish I'd never woken up. I wish I was, I had never right, had it's the ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Exactly. <laughs> because, and she's like, it's just so exhausting. I'm like, it's fine to take a break from it, but you won't be able to unlearn it.
1: Mm. So yes,
0: we've been eating uh, this huge meal all year. <laughs> and, and what we're being asked to do right now is to take time to integrate it.
1: i'm so glad that you mentioned that though astrologically though i mean how everybody you know is this time of transformation i definitely feel for myself and and i'm i kind of welcome it i'll still be doing a lot of what i was doing creatively and and, you know creating positive stuff but yet i was exhausted with the way that i was doing it in the pressure that i put on myself and so i'm i'm welcome
0: so you're transforming the way that you approach
1: life Absolutely. The way you approach
0: your day-to-day routines. Yeah. um, How you even approach creativity.
1: For sure. You know, for sure. And ultimately, it all comes down to just, you know, really standing in my own self-acceptance and self-love. Because before, there was a part of me that felt like I needed to do that because I was looking outside of myself. Right. And and so as I, you know, mature and get older and what have you, just, you know, it just... I don't know I just kind of you know it's it's there in a lot stronger way and um, i want to create and i want to do what i want to do on a bigger scale like i've always kind of felt and thought but yet uh my foundation wasn't nearly as strong as it's going to be going forward because of the change i'm making
0: yeah what advice might you give somebody who is apparent to them make making all the right actions and decisions and they seem to to be in their mind doing all the right things but nothing seems to be working out
1: Wow that's such an interesting thing I guess I would ask them you know what is their intuition telling you about I mean is it just like a mind thing that's like they everything's lined up and stuff or you know what's their gut telling them I mean does that make sense um, okay gosh what would i tell them if everything's going right and you feel like you're in if, if you honestly feel like one you're in alignment then i guess just keep going with it right i mean um and we, we all grow at different you know um times and paces and and, and what have you but what yep. would you say
0: well, I mean, my philosophy right now, which changes on a regular basis, but <laughs> my philosophy right now is that life is a grand experiment. Yeah. We should have fun with it. And and I have to tell you, so the last week or so, my little inner control freak has been having a heyday with me. And I've been having certain circumstances in my life that I have no control over. Mm-hmm. And because I'm trying to practice not pushing the river, I'm, be, I'm forcing myself to bite my tongue to be patient (laughs) to uh sit tight to to just let it happen naturally which is not a natural thing for me and my little control freak you know the joke is it's it's basically sitting in its lawn chair smoking a pack of cigarettes going that you got sweets come on toots do (laughs) something about it you know so uh yeah Uh, so um so it's funny, and and the, my approach has been a lot of humor. I mean, I went through this roller coaster of a ride on the full moon last weekend, mm. and uh, I was noticing how my first defense. And if anybody's listening and they want to know what their first defense is or their defense mechanisms, look at the moon in your chart, in your astrological chart. And if you're not sure, then call me jamiedon.com, and uh, and we'll set up a, a session. But um, but basically, for me my first initial response is detach. Just, just start detaching emotions, just move into the intellect, rationalize it all. Mm -hmm. You don't care anymore. You know, there's a joke that I'm the ice queen, but that's just a (laughs) defense mechanism. And I actually feel very deeply, but it's when I can't control the outer circumstances that I go into that place of detach. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I watched myself start to do that this last week. And I, and then by the time I got on the other side of it, I was laughing because I was like, there you go again. (laughs) <laughs> Little control freak is trying to detach and you don't want to feel the deeper stuff. The, the more, uh, negative emotions like anger and frustration and fear and worry. And, you know, I, I have to tell you, it's taken me a long time. Most, probably most of my life. Now I can honestly say I'm a recovering worrier.
1: Mm.
0: I fully admit, hi, my name is Jamie Dawn and I'm a worrier.
1: <laughs> I, that's so interesting. I don't know if I would ever categorize myself as being a warrior. However, I think there's, for most of my life, there's been this low lying level of anxiety kind of running through me in different ways. And so maybe part of it was worrying, part of it was me, um, you know, just feeling like I was in control or, or, or look, I don't know, or or that part of me that was like, am I living my life's mission? You know what I mean? All that pressure I put on myself. I think that's where most of it was was from, but But, um, that's awesome. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, so I just offer for everybody who's listening that this is a beautiful opportunity for us to play with the ingredients that are in the recipe of life for us. And we all have our own recipes that we're cooking and I'm referencing food because I love food. And, um, and and I look at, again, this grand experiment, whether it's a chemical lab, or it's a, a kitchen, or whatever scenario you want to use with it, but see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? You can readjust, right? And that was the part that I kept coming back to was... If I get too caught up in overthinking it, then nothing happens. So if I can make a decision or I take an action that is based on my intuition versus my emotions, because they are two different things, mm-hmm. then I can readjust as I go along. And and if I say something or do something that the other person or group doesn't necessarily respond to, okay, do you know the four agreements? Don't take mm-hmm. it personally. That just means that that I was trying it out to see how it landed, and if it wasn't mm-hmm. taken well, then I I can experiment with something else. And I think that's the thing: is just keep going. You and I both agree with that, Brian. Yeah. It's like just try, just keep going.
1: Well, it may lead to something else too that you had no idea about, like for myself and my backstory. I mean, you just—it's so important, just to yeah, just keep even as a baby step, keep moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think and, goals. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, you you first.
0: I was going to say, I think goals are important as well. So in the middle of uncertainty, what's one goal that you could make for yourself that's in alignment with your values and start taking action towards it? And that goal can change. You know, I think, I know for myself, if I set a goal, I feel like it's set and it's carved in the Ten Commandments kind of thing, but it doesn't have to be, you know, um, for me, I'm, I'm one of those where my word is my bond. If I say I'm going to do it, then it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn how to readjust that and say, yes, it's going to happen. However, if it doesn't serve, then it's my ego driving it and mm-hmm. forcing something instead of listening to what the group is asking for, or listening to what is really being called. So as you heard me say, blessed are the flexible for they're never bent <laughs> out of shape.
1: yes. Oh no, that's so. That's such a great, yeah, great reminder. And I was just earlier. All I was going to say is, I thank you for letting people know astrologically, you know, what's going on. In addition to all this other craziness with the, you know, the COVID and, and the election, et cetera, et cetera. It will get better. I mean, we're we're all being tested and kind of triggered right now to enact that potential change in our lives. You know what I mean? As we as we move out of kind of an old way of being.
0: Um, yeah, it's not going to last.
1: Collectively forever. and individually.
0: Yeah, this is not going to last forever. It, mm-hmm. I mean, how long it's going to last? Eh, who knows? But it's not <laughs> going to be forever. And, and I keep also using this theme, temporary pain for long term gain. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've soothed the rebel inside of me. The one that wants to go, but I want what I want, and I want it now, Uh, right? And it's like, no, temporary pain, long-term gain, and there's nothing better. (laughs) And we've talked about this uh, many times on these episodes, is that you know our physical body is a wonderful opportunity to practice that temporary pain when you're either watching what you eat or going to the gym or you know, Mm -hmm. uh, changing some of your lifestyle habits, either out of for being forced to or choice. But Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, what's that goal? And so I'll go back. Back to um i know we're wrapping things up but leaving mm-hmm. the audience with this is you know set the goal and if there's some restriction or discipline that needs to take place remind yourself it's temporary so that you can get to that goal and then you might be able to reintroduce some of the things that you restricted yourself before
1: mm. that's yeah
0: yeah it's not forever that's what no. i'm trying to say
1: oh so
0: any mm. last words brian
1: uh, gosh, I'm speechless. No, that was <laughs> no. How about you?
0: <laughs> I I just want to thank everybody for listening to these episodes, for mm-hmm. subscribing, sharing. We are just thrilled to be able to do this, and uh, hope that it's offering something that you can walk away with, even if it's just one small thing. Please comment and and uh, let us know how we're doing. Find me at jamiedon.com. Happy to sit down with you, and uh, I have my YouTube channel where I offer weekly videos um they give you some astrological and energetic information thank you for the feedback and comments from there so yeah um, yeah
1: yeah and you can find me at g.brianbenson.com. and i'm starting to do some uh, project coaching since you know i've kind of done a lot of projects through the years <laughs> books films you name it i i love to help people create their you know kind of what wants to, what wants to come out
0: from that. so wonderful you know, yeah Thanks, Brian, for this wonderful and stimulating conversation. And Mm. thank you, everybody, for listening to Recess with Jamie and Brian. Have such a great week. We'll see you next week.
1: All right. Take care. Thanks, Jamie.